This is the Mortgage Motivation Podcast. <laughs> and I'm your host, Gary Taylor, and we are back in the building. Yeah, we've been on a little hiatus. Yep, yep, yep. Been a little hiatus. Taking a few months off, we really had to focus on building out Effluent Mortgage, but I am back uh, doing the podcast again. So uh, definitely excited. Uh, doing this again. I really, really missed it. Believe it or not. I really miss putting together these episodes for all of my faithful clients. Thank you so much for guys for uh, downloading the uh, podcast. And because I, I can see it, I can still see the amount of uh, episodes that's being downloaded on a weekly basis. So thank you so much for all of my faithful listeners and clients that uh, has really stayed true to uh, the movement of you know educating everyone on the uh, different loan programs that's out there. But my bad. <laughs> so my apologies. But I really want to get into it. Uh, I decided to start uh, this year off uh, really focus on a lot of investors, you know, big time uh, because there's been a huge need for that. And one of the, the programs that we use quite a bit is called the DSCR loan. Uh, and, I, and I know that's been a big buzz the last couple of months. Oh, actually, maybe that's not even the last couple of months. It's about the last year or two. Uh, you're starting to see this a lot. You know, anytime I go to social media or I go to YouTube, because I I love YouTube. I'm always on YouTube trying to learn how to do different things. But I always see this program and uh, I use it a lot with my investors. And the DSCR actually just stands for debt service coverage ratio. And what it means in layman's term is does the property cash flow. And that's what the mortgage company cares about. So they're not really. Uh, dialed into your uh, your income. So your personal income and your business income, they want to just make sure the property that you're buying is going to cash flow, that it's a profitable uh, uh, property that you're looking to purchase. And what you want that anyway, right? You're an investor. Uh, you want to get something that's going to be profitable. And just so you know, you don't have to be an experienced investor to use this. You could be brand new. You could be a seasoned investor. Uh, it just to me, it depends on the scenario itself. If it's gonna if it's gonna work for you or not. But I, I decided to break this uh, down into seven different parts. Uh, I want to say seven things that I really like about the loan and the combination of what it takes to utilize uh, this program. So the first thing is you can use this to purchase or refinance a property. Uh, so if you're looking to do acquisition, uh, and this this particular type of purchase, this is not for a rehab. So this isn't your rehab loan. Uh, so if any works needs to be done to it, that's a different loan altogether. This right here is for your turnkey properties uh, that you're looking to purchase. Uh, so that's what is to be used for and to refinance. So if your exit strategy from a hard money loan or a property that you own outright and you're looking to uh, pull out the equity, this would be a great program to use uh, for that uh, scenario. The second thing is, like I said, no income, no ratios. Most programs, most loan programs, we, we want to see what the income is and what the ratios the main focus, once again, is the property itself. So if you're trying to build out your investment portfolio, they just want to make sure that it makes sense, the property itself. So we're not asking for tax returns. Can you believe it? <laughs> no tax returns. We're not asking for your W-2s. We're not asking for a P&L. We're not asking for a blood sample. None of that. We're going to leave all of that off the table itself. And that's one thing that a lot of my investors really love about this program is because they can write off all they want with the business and still be able to make a purchase uh, without uh, them feeling as though that, you know, we're going to scrutinize the, the program itself or the loan itself because 
we have to look at every single thing that they're doing. So that's not our interest at all. As long as the, the property itself cash flows, then you're good to go. And for a quick example of that. So say your, your mortgage payment uh, that we set up for you is $2,000 a month. You want your rent to be at least two grand. You know, there's ratios for different lenders, but just for a simple math, I like simple math. Let's not make this thing tough. So $2,000 mortgage payment, you want to have a rent payment at least $2,000 more minimum. So if the rent is $2,500, $3,500, that's what the, the, the lender wants to see. And in that case, it cash flows. So what's going to happen is uh, once you start the loan process, which I say is very simplistic, we're going to order an appraisal. So if you have a safe an example for refinance, so if you already have someone that's renting this place out, we can look at the actual rent that you have on the lease, or we can go off the projected rent from the appraisal. So we ordered an appraisal. We're going to have the appraiser to take a look at the, the projected rent for that property. Uh, if you're looking to purchase and say you're buying it from someone that's already renting out the, the units, uh, we can utilize that or to project it. So that's how that works there. The third thing is you're going to use this for one to four units, single family residents, uh, five to eight units is just fine. Some lenders will go all the way up to 12 units. Uh, there's a lot of different options out there. Uh, that's why we look at your scenario and we'll kind of, you know, guide you through of what type of loan we're going to do. But if you have something less than 12 units, this would be a great way to get started. And, um, you know, what better way of doing something, um, So my bad, I got sidetracked for a second. I got a, a text message coming in. So as you can see, I'm not editing anything. I'm just going to let this one fly. But uh, <laughs> one of four units with this property, five to eight units. And like I said, sometimes up to 12, depending on the investor that we're going to use. Uh, the fourth thing is uh, this is strictly for investment properties. So you're not going to better use this for a primary residence. That'll be sweet. But can't use this for an investment property or a second home. This is for strictly for investment property so you cannot live in this property and with that being said you must own a property too so you must have a primary residence uh to avoid it looking like uh, this is mortgage fraud <laughs> so that's what it's for so you must uh own a primary residence and we're going to verify that so when we look at your credit uh we're going to ensure that we do reflect a mortgage payment under your uh, credit report all right so that is that is very important so strictly for investment properties the fifth thing is typically you're going to put down 20 to 25 percent so this isn't one of those uh three percent down five percent type of situations this is an investment property so this for our investors that have some money to put down and uh they want to make sure that the property cash flows uh, i've i've tried situations where the down payment is less than 20 to 25 percent Sometimes it works. It's kind of tough to uh, get a property to cash flow when the down payment is so low. So you're going to get a lower, more, a lower payment because obviously the, the loan amount is going to be less. So if you're not putting down a lot, your payment's going to be more. So it only makes sense. So the more you put down, the better chance you want to uh, have a property that's going to cash flow. As you, as you can see, I keep saying that over and over again because that should be important to you as an investor. And it's definitely important for the investor that's going to give you the loan itself to uh, make this purchase. All right. So just expect 10, I mean, 20 to 25 percent. So don't hold me to that. There are lenders that will allow you to do that less than 20 percent. But let's stick to what you what traditionally see. 
The sec the sixth thing is the documents that I'm going to request from you or the loan officer that's doing this for you is going to request. So like I said, you're going to put this to LLC. We got to see your LLC documents, right? Uh, so we want to see your EIN, uh, proof of ownership. So if you are 20% owner, 50% owner, 7% owner, 100% owner, we want to see the breakdown of your ownership of your business a certificate of formation. We would definitely want to see that. Uh, you got to show us two months of bank statements. Now, some of them are different, but let's just keep this basic. So two months of bank statements just to show that you do have reserves. So for all of our new people, reserves just mean that you're going to put you have money set aside to make your mortgage payment, which would be your principal interest taxes and insurance. So you put a, what we'd like to call it a short principal interest taxes and insurance. Can you make two months or three months or six months or 12 months of payments without uh, having any issues just in case the income isn't there. That's basically what that is. They want to ensure that you have that and you have the money to put down. Uh, so they want to see that and you can use your business and personal tax not tax returns, but your personal and your business bank statements. So it works out, works out really, really good. So it's up to you which route you want to go with that. Uh, but, you know, obviously the more money you show, the better off you're going to look to the uh, lender that's looking to approve your loan. So the seventh thing that I want to go over is this is a perfect exit strategy for your hard money loan. Or if you own a property already and you're looking to utilize the equity to purchase another property, uh, better known as the Burr method, B-R-R-R. -R -R. So that's the Burr method. So if you never heard of that before, of course, I'm going to break it down to you. It's buy, rehab, rent refinance and repeat is what it stands for. You're going to hear about that quite a bit. Uh, this is a great strategy to use. I actually bought a book on the bird strategy and I just think it just freaking awesome. But buying a property, you, you make the acquisition, you go in and do the rehab, you rent that property out. And once you're done, then you're going to do a refinance is what this, this program comes in at. So you can utilize the DSCR to do your refinance. So if you want to just to get yourself out of that hard money loan. So for an example, so your hard money loan is at 12, 13% and is usually between six to 12 months. So obviously you can't, you can't maintain that type of loan for a long period of time. So this would be a great way to uh, get yourself out of that particular type of loan. So you come in and do a DCR, you could either a just refinance it or B take the cash out is what the bird strategy teaches you. And if there's enough equity there that you're going to take out, you can utilize that money to make your next purchase. And you continue doing that, meaning that you refinance, you repeat it. So you keep doing that same thing over and over and over again. You know what I mean? So I love the strategy. So that's this would be a great way of doing that. And once again, the benefit of doing it this way is you're not showing your taxes. You're not showing all your income. You're just coming in, you know, giving your loan officer a call, give me a call and we can uh, look at this for you. But the last thing that I do want to point out, if this is your strategy, the bird method, Please make sure you think about this part of the process before you make that purchase on the front end. This is extremely important when you're looking at ARV at the end. So the after repair value on the property that you're looking to purchase. So even though you're at the first stage of it, you got to think about the process all the way through. OK, so if I bought this property at this amount, I did my rehab. How much equity will I have in this property? Because Going back to what I told you before, you want to have at least 20 to 25 percent of equity in that property. So when you do that, this has to be a part of your calculation. And I always suggest that you speak with us 
So that way we can look at it for you to just make sure that it makes sense because you don't want to get into the situation where you purchase the property, you do the rehab, and now that's not enough equity in the property to do the refinance because you're going to find yourself in a bad situation. So it is extremely important that you think about this all the way through before you make that initial uh, acquisition of that property. All right. So just a quick suggestion for you out there. But one of my favorite programs to use uh, loans to use for investors. Uh, to me, I love uh, not being stressed out about a product. And this is definitely one of them. Um, you can expect to get something like this closed two to three weeks. They're pretty fast because there's not a lot involved in them, to be honest. So you, you know, turn in your documents, you get on the contract. We order the appraisal. Appraisal gets out there pretty quick. You know, they send us back the report. Uh, if it comes back as is and at value, then we get this closed up pretty fast. This is not a traditional loan. So you're not following the same guidelines as a traditional loan. So that's why these loans close a lot faster. And we could get in more detail about that uh, once we uh, start the process. But that is the DC, I mean, DSCR loan, guys. So if you have more questions about that, feel free to reach out to us about that. Uh, the next episode, we're going to discuss the bank statement uh, loan. So that's a really good one, too. I just want to give you guys options or even if you're not going to use it, at least you know what it means and how it works, because you may buy 10, 15 different properties and use different loans for certain situations. And I want to make sure that you get the education that you need and understand how it works, because we're not just this isn't just theory. These are programs that we're doing. We're loans that we're doing for real, you know, real time. And once you see the ease of doing these uh, loans that you, you're going to fall in love with them, you know, nowhere around it. But um I'm happy to be back on the podcast. Uh, once again, thank you so much for my faithful listeners uh, of the Mortgage Motivation Podcast. And uh, I'm excited about the new year and a new opportunities, meeting new people and helping you guys succeed in your real estate journey. Uh, let's let's get it going, guys. See ya.